Ilkhot Bechorot Perek Dalet, in which Rambam is going to discuss some of the exemptions and non-exceptions from the Hiyuv of Bechor. Halakha Alef, Behemat Ashuttafin, Ashuttafin, Hayevet Bechorah. Lo Neemar Bekarecha Vesonecha, Ela Lema'et Shuttafut HaGoy. Shim Haya Shuttaf Aparao Ba'ubar, Afilu Haya LaGoy, Ehad Me'elef Ba'emu Ba'valad, Hada Ze Patur Mina Bechorah. An animal that is owned in partnership by two or more individuals, two or more, two or more Jews, is hayevet bebechor, even though Hachamim could have chosen to interpret the Pashut that says, kol habechor that any bechor that's born in your bakar uh, and in your son, and many times Hachamim take the opportunity to read that bekarecha, that possessive at the end of the word, to, to narrow the circumstances to something to something being owned just by you. In this case, they only use this to exclude ownership by a non-Jew in any percentage whatsoever. So even if the Goy has 0.1% of the animal, this would be enough to, to not require to not require bechora uh, of of the of the, the child the kid of that animal. Hayalo be'ehad mishanehem ever ehad kegon yad רואין כל שאילו יחתך יהיה בעלמום, הרי זה פטור. ואם אפשר שיחתך עבר הגוי ולא ייפסל, אז זה חייב בכורה. Let's say that, uh, talking of goy ownership, let's say that the ownership was not a percentage of the entire animal, which, you know, in theory is like, it's one cell out of, out of 1,000 cells everywhere in the body. But let's say that rather it's a specific organ of the, of the cow, um, and let's say that this organ is not an organ that if you remove it, the animal is Baal Mum, then <clears throat> you should see the organ that belongs to the Goy as though it was actually cut off and then see what happens. If that's going to be a Mum, um, then then uh, that ownership is enough to remove it from the Hayuv Bechora. And if not, not. Halachabet, halokeach ubar paratoshe nochriwa mocher ubar patra nochriwa falpishe norashai. הרי זה פטור מן הבכורה ונקונסין אותו על דבר זה... If someone buys a, a, a fetus while it's still unborn, of, from a para that belongs, from a cow that belongs to a goy, or vice versa, sells a fetus to a goy, <coughs> a fetus of, of uh, the, the Jew's cow to the goy, even though this is not allowed to do because you're not supposed to, to try to remove the hiyuv bechora, this would be פטור מן הבכורה, and... There is further no cannot Sahamim did not impose any penalty for doing so. Halachagimal Hamekabel Behemamin Hagoiliot Mitapel Bahaveladot Benehem O Nochri Shakibel Mi Israel Kaze Hare Elu Peturin Mina Bechora. If somebody has an agreement with a goy whereby the one owns the mother and then the other one is supposed to provide services of growing and, and taking care of the of the the offspring, um, <clears throat> and then and then they divide half and half the offspring, or vice versa, then this would be peturimina bechora. This would not n- none of this offspring would be a bechor that that is hayav bechora because th- this is sort of like a kind of partnership with a goy. It's enough of an ownership with them. Shene emar peter rechem beYisrael or peter kol rechem bivne Yisrael. Uh, as as uh, the, the Torah says, Peter Rechem Israel, it needs to be something that inaugurates the womb within Am Israel. And the Dirashah there is, 
it needs to be wholly within the ownership of Israel. Um, and similarly to the other drasha we made before of um, so even though here would not be enough because he sort of owns it, but since there is this aspect of ownership that's not his, Hachamim found another drasha, a separate drasha, to exclude this case as well. so the, the arrangement here, there was a business arrangement. Um, the, the Yehudi bought the animals from the Goy. However, with that, part of the stipulation in the contract was that uh, this was a variable price. So the Jew didn't really know how much this, this was going to, this was going to, to cost. Um, <clears throat> so to make it simple, let me say that the Yehudi is called Avraham and the Goy is called... Um, James, so Abraham, <clears throat> Abraham tells James here, um, I'll buy off you your cow, I'll pay you a thousand dollars, but I'll pay, I'll pay this thousand dollars to you in two years, let's say, and until I pay that to you, we'll split, we'll split any, any um, variation in the value of the cow, so if the cow ends up costing me a lot of money, um, that I'll still pay you the thousand dollars, but whatever the, the increase in value, like for example, offspring and so on and so forth, that's going to be split half and half. So even though this belongs to the Israel, because in this kind of arrangement, it's sort of understood, it's implied that the Goy has, James has a security in the cow and in the offspring itself. And therefore, if, if the Yehudi, if Abraham ends up losing money, then James is going to come and, and, is going to help himself with the offspring, potentially the Bechor as well. This is enough to remove the Kedusha of the Bechor from, from this animal. However, the second generation, let's say that in these two years, let's say this was five years, not two years, and it's enough for two generations, then we don't extend this, this assumption, this implication in this arrangement to the second generation, and we only apply to the first generation, and therefore, if in the second generation there is Bechorot, this would be uh, an, an actual Bechor. If a Jew gives money to a Goy, and he buys an animal, according to their rules, namely in, in civil law, let's say American law, even though he didn't do Meshicha, which is a requirement for Jewish law, the, the Kinyan is still valid because according to Harambam, the Kinyan Ma'ot Bagoy attaches in all respects. So when, when you buy something off a Goy, it's enough to pay, to tender the money for that Kinyan to, to be valid. Likewise, the other way around, if the Goy was the one buying and he bought just by tendering money without doing Mashiach, this still counts, and then this would be Patulina Bechora. 
גר שנתגייר ואין ידוע אם עד שלא נתגייר ילד הפלתו או אחר שנתגייר, הרי זה וחור מספק. If uh, an angel converted and it's not clear if the, his cow, if his cow uh, gave birth before conversion or after conversion, then this will be a בכור מספק, and we are going to see later on what are the דינים of בכור מספק. הלכה זין. הלוקח בהמה מן הגוי, ואין ידוע אם ביקרה או לא ביקרה. This is much more common and could happen also in חוץ לארץ to us, uh, as we said this applies today, so it's very, very much הלכה למעשה. Let's say you buy an animal from the goy, and you don't know if this animal, this, this uh, mummy cow, if, if this is going to be the first time that she's pregnant or not. And then this cow has a child. This is also a safek bechor. And the rule going forward in all of the next halachot is going to be as follows. When you have a safek bechor, you don't know if an animal is safek or not, then we have two problems to contend with. One is kadashim. One is we want not to commit the prohibition of, of uh, dealing with, with, with kadashim in a way that's not appropriate. So that's resolved by a mum. The moment that the bechor has a mum, then the, the kedushar is removed from it. And the second problem we have is properties. Who owns this? If this is an actual bechor, then by right, it needs to be given to a kohen. So with the first problem, it's resolved with a mum. You just wait until the bechor has a mum and that's it. The second, the safek bechor, sorry. The second problem is a little trickier, but because this is a monetary issue, we apply the the rule of monetary sefekot, which is hamosim havero alavaraya. We have now two parties, each of whom has a claim over property. Then possession resolves the question. And whoever has it, whoever has it, is entitled to keep it unless the next per- the, the, the other party is able to bring a proof. And in cases where such proof is impossible, then the party that has it gets to keep it. If the, the, the animal that I buy from the goy is already uh, nursing a different, different uh, baby animal, a different kid, then the assumption is that this animal already gave birth and therefore any, any, uh, any uh, offspring that it, it, it has in my possession is not going to be Bechor. And I don't need to think, I don't need to suspect perhaps this nursing was for another animal, not to its own offspring. And so too, even if the, the, the creature that it's, that it's nursing doesn't even look like a cow, so it might be like a different animal, or even if there is no creature nursing from it, but rather we see that it has a lot of milk, then this is enough to establish the presumption that this is not going to be the first time it's giving birth. One more presumption we have, whenever you buy an animal from a Yehudi, if the Yehudi doesn't tell you anything about this animal not never having given birth and therefore watch out, the first one that, that comes out is going to be a Bechor. If there is no warning, 
then you can assume that the animal already gave birth. Why? Because Yehudim don't want to permit one another to violate such a stringent avera like Achilat Kadashim Bahus. If Behemadakai, uh, that's a small um, farm mammal, meaning a goat or a sheep, that uh, has has a miscarriage, and what comes out is not doesn't really have a clear form of of the animal that it's that it's going to become, and that's what's called tinuf. It's called um, in in Hebrew tinuf means like like uh, dirt or or. Uh, waste so this kind of waste enough that 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 that, that's what the i guess in the farming industry they used to call it in hebrew uh waste because it's not it's not good for anything so so the shepherds used to be the experts in this if the shepherds would say this is actually this used to be a fetus but right now that you see it um it used to have a shape but you know there was the composition and whatnot and now you can no longer see what it is. So this is enough to, to remove it from Bechorah. However, it must be shown to a shepherd that is an expert shepherd. Therefore, if a Jew gets an animal from, from an Anjou, and even if this was a small animal, in other words, it, it's young and it's unlikely that it would have given birth before. But uh, uh, if if it gives birth, if it gives birth, um, if if it gives birth uh, right away, you can still assume that it's possible there was prior to this birth uh, under your possession that there was another birth. This could have been a birth that, um, you know, nobody would have known about because it wasn't really a birth, it was a miscarriage. And not only that, but it was a miscarriage of something that at first looked like a fetus, but then lost its its form. And all of this is Hachamim uh, trying to make it easier to remove the Kedushav Bechor from, from this animal. So, in other words, as a rule, whenever you buy an animal from a Goy and then that animal gives birth, unless you know for a fact, you can assume that this is sefek bechor and not actual bechor. Halachayod. Sorry, continuation for halachayod. Vechen behema gasa sheipila shilia harazesiman valad, shein shilia belo valad, venefteram na bechora. So too, if a larger animal um, has a miscarriage of a placenta without the, the fetus, this is also, this means that there was a fetus and maybe it, it fell before, and, uh, and because you cannot have a placenta without a fetus, and therefore, Anything that, that's born afterwards will not be a bechor. And so let's say you just find the placenta. Are you allowed to, to, to discard it? Or do you have to treat it as a fake bechor? Because... The placenta is the first thing that this cow gave birth. If it belonged together with the Bechor, then 
you should not be able to, to dispose of it uh, and give it to the dogs. But Haramam gives you a very interesting mathematical formula here. So let's think about this. Let's say that it's half, the, the possibilities for, of it being a Bechor, you need to find that it was a Bechor that's a male Bechor. So that's already down to 50%. But even within that 50%, there were several things that would remove something from Imi Bechor. For example, if it doesn't look like a mother. So that, that's already less than 50%. And therefore, you are already in the minority of cases from the whole. And because it's a minority, this is the kind of safek that we are not Hoshesh, and therefore you may dispose of the placenta however you want. However, compare that to an animal that belongs to Beit Hamikdash of Kadashim, that that uh, that had a miscarriage of a placenta, then that placenta needs to be buried. Why? Because it wouldn't have mattered if it's male or female, and therefore you no longer have this minority issue here. A large animal that gave birth to a, a bundle of uh, coagulated blood. That's Hararat Dam. Um, so we assume that, that this was a fetus covered with blood and therefore this is enough to remove it from being a Bechor. And the way to treat this, this piece of, of coagulated blood is to bury it, not because it has Kedusha, but rather to, to make it known and to publicize the fact that this animal is now exempt from Bechora. We already explained in Ilchot Nida that for the sake of human beings, and this is very relevant for us today, any miscarriage within the first 40 days after conception, um, it's, not, it's not considered a, um, a human being. However, they did not, Hamim did not estimate or, or did not establish, determine a number of days within which a miscarriage would be considered like, like nothing. However, they, they did give us another rule, which is <clears throat> even if the miscarriage is of Tinuf, is of this waste that we spoke about earlier, then you should know that this animal is not going to give, is not going to, to become pregnant or give birth at least for 30 days. In other words, although this doesn't help us know whether the tinuf, what the tinuf was, anything born after the tinuf within those next 30 days, we are going to know that it's not, that, that, that's, not that's definitely not a fetus, by, by definition almost. Um, if an animal left full and came back empty, in other words, left pregnant, and then the next day you see it and it's no longer pregnant, then 
anything born afterward is going to be bechon misafek. It's not going to be exempt, but bechon misafek. Why? Because we don't know if what she gave birth is something that's sufficient to exempt the next one from being a bechor. And also, we don't know uh, the, the way that it needs to be born is is a, a uh, is specifically by by uh, emerging from the birth canal. So we, with, without that, then the next one could still be a bechor. Let's say that the animal is having a very hard time delivering, and obviously the offspring is not going to survive. So what they used to do, what farmers used to do, is they would go inside the womb of the animal and do like an abortion um, as the animal is, is, uh, is, is giving birth or slightly before, and then remove the the aborted fetus part by part so if if you do that if if it's removed part by part and it's dead already then this would be irrelevant whatever comes next which may still be a bechor however if the majority of the fetus already came out and that's when you decide to abort then the majority having come out does is considered a bechor and then the next one is not going to be a bechor and if after coming the majority of it um you start uh, you know the, the you start cutting off the limbs of this of this uh, of this uh, fetus or this aborted uh, baby cow or animal part by part then each of these parts will will have kedusha because it's a bechor and needs to be and needs to be buried but she will be peturamina bechora going forward tetvav yasa sheli shumkharo lagoi vehazar yasa sheli shaher kadash lemafreya vehtramina bechora let's say that a third came out 33% and then you sold it to a goi right there hey do you want to buy this it's it's in the in the it's in the process of being born and then another third came out then the moment that second third comes out, this second third, uh, be- because the majority of it came out, and the majority of it is not owned by a goy, um, it will have kedusha lemafreya, and then what you sold to a goy already was a a bechor, and the next one is not going to be a bechor. If one third came not through the birth canal and two thirds came through the birth canal. Because the majority of the majority, which is the third, the majority of the majority did not come out the right way, did not, it came out the Dofen, and therefore it's not going, it's not going to be, um, <clears throat> it's not going to be Kadosh. Um, it's all only retroactively that we decide whether something had been a bechor or not. Sorry, If came 
a, a, a one one limb partially. In other words, here uh, we are dealing with two things. There is bear in mind there is the majority of the fetus itself of the of the, of the animal itself. And then there is majority of each limb. So in here, the, there is one big limb that's in, on the way of, of coming out. And I think the case here is that the, the the animal is dead, and you just need to know how to dispose of it. So a minority of a limb comes out, but with it, um, you are completing the majority of the animal itself. Then this would be nifteramina bechora vikavera yose, and you 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 treat it as a bechor and is kevura. However, if it, if if it was only half of the animal, fifty percent, but that part that's coming out right now is the majority of a limb. In other words, with the minority of the limb that's still inside, you would have the majority. So what happens right now? Therefore, anything that comes afterwards is safek bechor because what we want is the majority of the animal and not the majority of, of each limb of the animal. Rechem is the birth canal, and Peter Rechem is the one that inaugurates the birth canal from the inside. So, uh, if the Bechor comes out somehow, and they give a few examples, through the birth canal, but without touching the walls of the birth canal, because there is something wrapping it, this would be Safek Bechor as well. This is another limit example, just to explore the, the theoretical limits of, just to make us understand conceptually what, what, what we are dealing with here. If, let's say, the person um, put together two wombs, or two, or two, uh, yeah, two wombs, and then um, the, the before, before exiting the to, uh, and touching the air of the world, the baby goes from one womb into directly into the other one. Not that this is possible, but just what if what if this were possible? So the second one, the one in which the Bechor came, um, which is a Bechor, we don't know if it then comes out, since this Bechor itself, this Bechor, although, so the, for the first mother, we have no question. The first mother, uh, she had, she Bikera. The Bechor himself, we have no question as well. The question is about the second mother. What happens if the Bechor comes out from the second mother after going straight from the first mother into the second mother? Because this Bechor, it's not his first rodeo, it's not his first time, and therefore it's Safek Bechor. Let's say that the the walls of the of the womb L- let me read you that in kaf together because it's, it's almost the same case so the two situations here are you have to imagine the baby animal inside the womb and then there is a birth canal first situation is what if the entirety of the of the birth system the birth canal and the womb they all contract and they contract and then the baby ends up outside somehow. That's option number one. Option number two, 
the opposite. The baby comes out, but in the process of coming out through some trauma or something, the birth canal itself uh, gets pulled out from the animal and ends up surrounding and still wrapped around the, the, the born animal. Um, so, and then the animal is born. So we, we don't know if the rehem, Hachamim did not decide if the rehem needs to be on its place in order to, to be mitkadesh peter rehem, for the behor to be mitkadesh as behor or not. And therefore, in each of these cases, it's going to be sefek behor. Kaf Aleph. Nigmemu kotle bet rehem eno kadosh. If nigmemu kotle bet rehem, it means if the if the, the womb separated from the birth canal, then this is not Kadosh. If there was a tear, and the tear is larger than what remains closed, uh, sorry, and, and the tear is smaller than what remains closed, but it still came out through the tear, or vice versa, that uh, the tear was larger than what remains closed, and then that, that's where it came through. It came through the what's what's closed. How does this affect Bechor? This is also Safek and we don't know, and we treat it as Safek Bechor, which just to remind yourselves, and, and also it's going to be the subject of subject of next chapter. Halacha is that um, we need a mum, and with the mum we are poter from Kalashim, and we do not give it to the Kohen because Hamosim Havero Alavaraya.